All right, hi everyone. <clears throat> so you probably noticed a new episode did not come out. Um, that's because of rum. But <laughs> we've got a little treat for you. Um, so Lifestyle will not have a new episode this week, but it's going to be a bit of a crossover from Yo, That's Gay with my co-host, Danny. And I'm his co-host, AJ. I had to think about my own name for a minute. Um, but we have friends here who are going to be on the podcast. And I want to give them a chance to introduce themselves because then we'll preview a bit of it. But you have to go to Yo, That's Gay to hear all of it. So go ahead. Hi. It's me, Danny. I keep doing the finger thing, pretending like someone's in front of me and no one's in front of me. It's because you're a Pokemon master. I know. <laughs> I am a poison type of jungle leader. Ooh. For those of them out there wondering. Wait, do we all have Pokemon? Hang on. I'm psychic. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm totally a poison type jungle leader. And uh, I love Pokemon. I've been playing a lot lately. And, yeah, you know me from Yo, That's Gay, the other podcast, so check us out this week. We've got some very cool friends here. Who wants to go next? I'm Dayton. I'm just here for the first time. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. <laughs> Popping that cherry. Yes. Popped. Ooh. All right, next. You know she's a good dick. I wish I could pop my <laughs> What? I mean, all current breadsticks go all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a video of it, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm uh, just a friend of, I guess, everybody here. and I'm just here to talk about whatever my friends want to talk about. Maybe we can pull a little truth into this world. Okay, Mr. Shiny Shiesty. <laughs> oh, she's, like, humble. I know, I've never seen Anthony. She's mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is something new. Anthony is never this quiet. Mm. Ever. The hoe be touching everything and swallowing it all. So. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Are you here? <laughs> and uh, this is uh, Greg, and I've been on uh, uh, Yo That's Gay before. I am Danny's boyfriend. Uh, so we'll be uh, looking forward to having you listen to us. Yes. yes. So I sure. don't want to get a single DM, even though I know it's going to happen. Oh, you didn't give an episode this week. We were waiting for an episode. It's here, but it's on a different platform. Just enjoy it, okay? It's on Spotify and Anchor and iTunes and Google Play and pretty much every um, major podcast. Yeah. Wait a second, so you guys are on Spotify? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, cool. I actually, I, I subscribed. You knew that. I, no. Yeah. I know I didn't. We're on the Spotify. We are on iHeartRadio. Um, I think we've gotten to Pandora now. Oh, so right. So I think we're on Pandora now. But, um, but seriously, you guys are just like behind Melanie Martinez for a while because she's back in my head again. Oh, okay. I, so, Ooh, I don't know that. her, but okay. Girl, you need to watch the album. It's trippy as fucking. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. I don't know her. Um, I love a good visual with the song, and we have totally lost the track of this bumper. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna start recording the actual episode, and y'all just enjoy this. All right, check out Yo That's Gay. Want all major podcast platforms, and follow me at um, Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy on all social media platforms. 
I think that sums it up. Lifestyle GBB. Oh, Lifestyle GBB is a hashtag of mine. Wait, GBB. Alright, we're out! Necessarily, but like... We're not, we're not going to talk about their descent into 1,800 different versions of Nintendo. Right. But I can't even tell you how much money I've wasted on some Dang. of these systems. The 3DS, the 3DS Lite, there the was, 2DS. Uh, yeah. There <laughs> was, uh, I think it was called Rabid Rabbits or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to play the game with my, with my mother and we'd be dancing and shit. That was the most fun ever. That is, that is the perfect game station for a family. Okay. But also, kids gotta grow up, and I'm still a gamer, and I still need shit. And believe me, kids are not making that economy boom. It's adults farming that shit. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm glad that we're the ones that are contributing, because that means that we get to dictate con- content. Yeah. Because we get to decide what we want, and it can be gory and shit. All the I time. swear, I just better not fucking see like a Donald Trump game or something. <laughs> oh I'm just gonna God. be just like, <laughs> what? I'm never gonna play that Didn't game. Didn't they have like a Hunt a Liberal game out for a they little? They did. Ah! They did. So they had the Hunt a Liberal game out, and then I think no. one of the creators actually got attacked, like oh, yeah. viciously. So, and this wasn't like the Twitter dragging. This was like full on actual attack. Oh yeah, I think he actually got beat the hell down. Hashtag free speech. Okay. So the spoiler <laughs> alert is over. It's done. If you haven't figured it out, um, last thing I'm going to say is go by The Last of Us. They're not sponsoring this episode, but if you like a good video game, get some stress out, maybe build some yeah. drama, it's very worth it. But also, if you characters. happen to be someone that works for The Last of Us and you want to sponsor us, like you should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or if you know anyone, or if you've got a cousin whose neighbor, whose old teacher from uh, junior high school... Like once, like let us know. <laughs> yes, all for it. Okay, boys, where are we taking this? Where are we taking this? So Anthony has some stuff that he definitely. Oh no! Not on this podcast. That's a private conversation. Oh, no, no. But you said you had things that you wanted to talk about in general for the yeah. podcast. Oh, not oh, that conversation. Did. Okay, so yeah. no, you no, feel like that I'm that dirty. So I know you didn't want to get into this, but animal insertion. You know, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it feels good when you insert a gerbil inside of your anus. <laughs> but, I mean, let's talk about it. It's really nice. I mean, he kind of scratches around. <laughs> when he gets to the right position, just get that prostate. <laughs> Honey. Store those acorns. <laughs> <laughs> I think South Park nailed it on a head. Mr. Lemmingwings, someone's going Oh, yes. Lemmy was in his episode. So that was the episode Paris Hilton went up Mr. Slave's ass. Yeah, which oh, was yeah, the yeah, most yeah, yeah, epic thing. Like, yes. the pinnacle of things. Uh, it was so utterly disrespectful. Like, I, I loved it. I totally just, here savory, for it. Totally savory. here for it. Okay, how about we have an icebreaker? Okay, what is our icebreaker? Okay, icebreaker. <laughs> Let's talk about... Okay, we're totally going to take this to the realm of sex. Because I'm pretty sure everybody here has solved the pornography, right? The what? The pornography. The pornography. You mean where people get naked? Yeah. Like, everybody's seen this, right? On the computer as much as you want. (laughs) 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 Wait, that's a thing? By email. It's even in magazine print. (gasps) What do you mean pornography? You mean there are stories about people being naked? curves, honey. (laughs) Yes! Yes, Pepsi bottle! Uh, 
I bring that up because, you know, we're going to give a little icebreaker here. I want you to talk about and why. What is your favorite genre? Genre. Genre of porn. And why? The freaky shit. I don't know. I'm watching something new every single time I get Yeah, kind of too. I don't like the like full production. Okay. I don't want to be like, yes, baby. Yes. Bitch, no. <laughs> Come at me with all that bullshit. No. Okay, so what would you say is like your most common search term or your go-to search term when you don't find something else? Daddy or cruising. Ooh. Okay. Okay, what kind of cruising? All sorts, honey. Yes! I watch any kind. Anything that just, like, grabs my attention. Okay! Like, legit. It could be in the car, it could be in a forest, it could be in a fucking urinal. I don't give a fuck. All of it. Mm. Although, I do love the ones where it's, like, the little hole in, like, the bathroom stall and you're seeing two guys, like, just, like, jerking around in the sits, like, and it's like, ooh! Okay! I mean, hey. <laughs> that is fun. okay. So I totally saw the daddy, but I did not see the cruising. Neither did I. Oh, yeah, I love it. I I think it's so interesting because these people are just like they're not like into any. They're just like I want to get off. Uh-huh. Help me get off in like a random place, and they're like, all right, bye, bitch. You're never gonna see each other again. Uh, so okay, question: If anyone in the room is comfortable answering, yeah, have y'all ever been cruising? Oh yes, totally. I have not. I have not. I totally have. So I what? Tried, what is your, but no. <laughs> What's your Wait, thing? where'd you try? Yeah. At the campus, at one of the campuses, okay. uh, local campuses. I'm not gonna ask you what you try. I just want to know where's your favorite spot to cruise. <laughs> where was your favorite? Okay, it depends on whether I want like adventure or whether I want like a guarantee. Uh huh. Because, like, if you want a guarantee, like, the only place to, like, go to cruise that's, like, a guarantee is a porn shop where they have the boots. Um, oh. That's not in my experience. Uh, uh, New York City. Yeah, that well, was experience. that's different. Yeah, in New York City, that was experience. Not but if you want to go have, like, fun, it's the park. Okay. My favorite place to cruise and don't a single one of y'all react or judge me in this house. room. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is the motherfucking public library? I've heard that. <laughs> I like. I love that. Oh yes, they go in at the library where it's like, oh, these books weren't just for reading, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dewey so Decimal System, right? <laughs> <laughs> it gets me off when they go shh. So, but what do you guys watch? Um, well, keep going, y'all. Because okay, let's go. Answer. Okay, I'll yes, go. I'll go next. So, I think my, I feel like I have two kind of go-to type of things. One is verbal. So, like, there has to be, like, some, like, verbal Ooh. abuse, like, degradation. Yeah. Take is that the right it. word? Yeah. Take this pet. Verbal degradation. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm a little degradation. drunk. I don't know. Degradation. 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 Yeah, okay. So, verbal degradation is definitely on the list. So, like, you can be doing, like, whatever, but, like, as long as you're, like, narrating the story, (laughs) it's, like, fun. Or, if not that, then it's, like, um... 
probably like post cream pie videos, like not when they're Ooh, getting cut okay. in, but like when the cum's coming out, or when they're like doing like snowballing. Cum goes in. Yeah, okay, I know. So, uh, My boyfriend called me that yesterday. <laughs> Do you believe? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the girls who don't know, what is snowballing? Okay, so snowballing is... Uh, okay, so... Oh, God. There's two things. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's snowballing and there's felching. Felching okay, is okay. when you <laughs> eat the gum from the ass. Mm-hmm. And then snowballing is when you swap from one mouth to another so you can snowball with like if you come in someone's mouth and then you kiss it back to them and then okay. back and forth that's snowballing <laughs> and then felching is like when you come in someone's ass and then it they lick it and then they <laughs> kiss it to you wait so no so they don't have to kiss it back to you but it ends there so they're two very different things yeah. but they happen because that's often. when it goes to felch balling <laughs> 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 That's what you're felchballing at that point. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I feel like I just became an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh at y'all's reactions to dating things. I know, I wasn't even like, looking. Look away. So I'm like, oh, Anthony, Anthony's baby. <laughs> so I'm holding, I'm, learning, yes. I'm learning. I'm holding Bella, and Bella apparently likes dirty talk. Because I whispered here, I was like, you quadrupedal bitch. And she just started shaking. I'm like, girl, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, seven. Oh, my God. I was on TikTok. It might be getting banned. But I watched, one of the first fucking videos I saw in there was some girl scratching, like, washing her cat and scratching the base of the tail. And the cat had a fucking orgasm. You can hear really? it dripping into the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I learned you can give your cats an orgasm by scratching the back of the tail. Boom. It was like, <laughs> the cat was like <laughs> screeching. And I was like, oh, I could have lived my whole life without So, my favorite. <laughs> Those <are> good. <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> my favorite kind of porn is going to be parody porn. I love uh, seeing. I like. Like, <laughs> I am very depraved Zero to the point express. where, like, I'm depraved. Like, I love watching pulsating cum shots and all these things. Like, those are fun. But when I watch porn, it's not for me to get off. It's for me to see what's going on in the world and people on a different level. <laughs> so, like, Lord, Lord of the Cockerings, one of my favorite. Because <laughs> <Nah. laughs> you're a cosplay queen. Wait. I know. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. So there's uh, like two that uh-huh. I really love, and there's one. It's called the Cult, and I can't remember who. Ooh. It's not a parody. This is like a regular production. Uh-huh. But there's one parody that I loved, and I genuinely loved it. It was like the Tarzan parody from Men.com. Oh yes, yes! it was, was so good. good. It was. I loved that one. Oh, I used to watch Men.com in high school uh-huh. religiously. I figured out how to like hack the link because they'll only give you three previews. So I learned how to like if you <laughs> change the number at the end, <laughs> it just got you the next preview. <laughs> so do you know how this hard was me in high great. school? Well, look, same. we had to go through the struggle. The Absolutely girls, same. my Vitster, Pornhub, that didn't exist in high school. Can you imagine trying to fucking come to a preview? Oh, oh my, my god! god. Yeah, just like you just seconds. have to, you literally just have to no. connect. 
or collect enough previews <laughs> yeah. to be like, to okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and then you have to find the right preview that's like, okay, I can finish with this in 32 seconds. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That was that was internet before for some of you. No. Yeah. Have you yes. experienced this? No. Oh, oh, oh no, it's all been free and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You've had yeah. access to more in your life. I remember the like first like thing. Dial up, the first thing I did uh, ever sexually, yeah. I, I was like in sixth grade, and I saw, and I was like had my computer, and I was like, "What's like the taboo shit?" So I was like, "Oh, pussy!" So I just looked up pussy, and it came up with like regular porn. And I was like, "Interesting, interesting." And then it was like the taboo. <laughs> interesting, interesting. <laughs> and then it was like the taboo thing of like men x men, and I was like, "Ooh, gay, gay, <laughs> gay." Gay, 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 gay. Clicked on it, and I was like, it was like pop up, pop up, pop up virus, and it was like, and I was like swishing all through all those. Yes, anuses and penises. Penis, penis, hers. Didn't come out so long. Uh, fine. I need y'all to be seeing this on video because Dane just swam through the ads <laughs> to get to the dick in the ass. He's like, I need Norton. Worth it. <laughs> 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 Always wear protection. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, now I don't watch porn on my computer because viruses. I use that my iPhone. Same. No, okay. If you use a computer, you need to go into what's the description? Incognito. Incognito. You have to go into incognito mode because then none of the cookies save, none of the ad saves, nothing downloads. And your computer is fine once you exit incognito mode because it's just it only temporarily stores that into a separate folder and it deletes that yes. folder after you're done always have just a porn laptop so danny already knows and i already told it to you there's one specific laptop in my house if i die and you're still alive just take a bitch and throw it in an ocean like literally <laughs> don't burn it like make sure that shit is submerged in water okay so you know what great barry reef is like, dead so i really don't care about the ocean destroy right the cash right like i used to destroy that mother because if anybody ever saw the depraved things that i was looking at <laughs> now there's none of that shit out there you fucking pedos don't get it excited no, no. um but i just happen to have a fetish for seeing beheadings I want you to just go ahead and just destroy that. Take it right on out of my house. Because um, girl don't need it. She's dead. <laughs> She's, she dead at that point. So just, you just take it right on out. <laughs> it's going to survive. And after uh, the fall of mankind, aliens are going to come down. They're going to see that. And they're going to be like, this is what mankind was into. Uh-huh. No, this is what, what Andrew was into. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to piece the data together. Right. <laughs> The pieces uh, together, like nothing wait. works on it, just the porn. Uh, just the porn. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Google, who's that? <laughs> You're like, is that a man dressed as a car running over a squirrel? <laughs> but oh getting off on it? Broom, broom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna bit into the furries. Yeah, All right, who is next? Um, yeah. Oh, wait, no. The other thing that I like is blooper porn. <laughs> I love blooper porn. I love blooper porn. I love blooper porn. So, 
If you ever get a chance, just type in your OnlyFans. Not OnlyFans, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your OnlyFans. Right. It's free for you. <laughs> there you go. On your Pornhub, type in porn bloopers. You'll get like hours of shit. Very good. Literal shit, too. <laughs> Alright, boys. Also, I really want to start OnlyFans, but like more with my old videos. Like, just like that are there collecting <laughs> collecting dust. I'm like, someone should watch them. I feel like I'm going to do like an OnlyFans where I'm just like reading books. <laughs> like, I'm just going to read a book like Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. feet out. Right. Hickory, hickory, dog. The bitch was sucking my cock. <laughs> right. I'm like, so, um, I don't know children's books. I don't know children's things. But I assume like in a children's book, it's like, oh, the crayons are growing out of the ground and blah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is so good. Have your legs crossed and then like uncross them, but you just see your dick and then it's just. Whole basic instinct. Like, hey. Yes. Yup, <laughs> Show that roast beef sandwich. <laughs> the girls are only gonna see like half an inch in one ball, so I'm sorry. Fancy <laughs> <laughs> the tech. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, that's my lockjaw scar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me stop. Y'all go. Oh my on. god. Uh, go ahead. No, you. Oh God. Yay. Well, guess go first. Um. Yep. I don't know. I've just, I've been thinking about it, and I don't know if there's any particular type. I know that kind of seems like a cop out, but I'm still gonna try attempt to answer it. You like cop out porn? What's your most go to search term? Your most common search term? And we know you watch porn, bitch. Every day yeah. of my life. <laughs> I will until I die, probably. I remember I heard this really great story. It was like a conversation that was happening right beside like a very official, like very big meeting. And the guy was telling him, this guy next to him, and you could overhear it in the mic about this, the, the, the secret to life or to a good life is masturbating every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I come to tend to agree. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but when it comes to particular types, I, I like to see genuine connection. Yeah. That's why when you you even like it too because you said that's why you would swipe because you have to find the right one. What do you mean when you say that? You mean wait wait. What did you I mean say? some genuine connection between the two individuals? It doesn't look fake. Wait, what are we talking about? We're porn. Oh, okay. We're like, porn. Oh, okay. Like, wait, wait. Talking. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. What are you referring to? Um, <sighs> maybe I'm a little drunker than I should be. You're drinking uh, the poo over here. Let's go. Drinky the who? Drinky the poo. <laughs> I do watch some freaky shit though. Not gonna lie. So, so okay. Yeah. Uh, what's, but, your, what's your what's your what's your craziest search term? Oh, uh, wait, um, no, hold on. Greg's the last to go because he has. Yeah. Gone. Okay, go. No, okay. you were saying something to. You asked a question. I also like. Uh, <laughs> Finish your. So wrong. Do it. I also like um, more animal, not animalistic porn, but like where it's more earthy. Um, it's more like. You mean like in nature or you mean more raw? No, I mean more like, um, like it's just one person taking what they want from another person. And oh, that like right now. Oh. And it's just, it's, it's like oh, that, like that submissive dom mix okay. when I get to see both pieces rubbing up against each other. Boy, it smooths my stomach. Where they're both as you comfortable I mean? in their role. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. okay. Where it's not just like about the sex, it's about like so the sometimes, of, So like, sometimes energy. when I'm looking for porn, I, I search through like 10 or 12 different genres to try to find a couple. I'm looking for a particular thing. I'm looking for a boy 
a guy who wants to take it and a guy that wants to give it and they're into each other. Right. That is hot to me. Absolutely. That's why that's why when you're in public and you see two guys making out, it's kind of hot. It's because there's genuine connection there. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. kind of hot. Yeah, and it, like, I feel like it doesn't no matter, matter how what, they look. It doesn't matter why hot. they are enjoying yeah. that connection either. Uh-huh. It's just about the fact that they're doing it and they don't care that they're in public. Yeah. It's just almost freeing because, and I wonder if it's more if it if it kind of has anything to do with the fact that like kissing your boyfriend in public is like has been looked down upon yeah. for so long, or like holding hands in public, like if you're the same I sex. Well, I saw that thing. You I saw that post, that post that I posted the other day. Yeah. You can see straight people track humping in public, and no one bats an eye. But the second two men hold hands, you're shoving your their gay in front of you. Right, right. Say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Did you do like. Yeah, yeah, he really likes good. it. Yeah. I really liked it. It's, it's fucking tea. It's tea. It's, it's fucking good. tea. Like when I used to dry hump my girlfriend in high school, zero eyes. But when I hold my boyfriend's hand, I'm like, I see you staring. <laughs> like wow. it's it is. I, I would. Well, it's really true. So I just had to say this. So yeah. I stepped out of the studio for a minute to make a little drink. Um, and I heard. Well, we have a home studio essentially. That's what you gotta call it. Yeah. But um, I heard you say, and if you theme. disagree, send us money so that we can afford an actual home. Right, you send us <laughs> money, fix it, bitch. Um, because you said earthy when it came to like sex. So like when I imagine earthy when it came to sex, I thought it was like a potato farmer like <laughs> having sex or something, or it was like maybe like well, backdoor. Porn. I wouldn't say that. Like okay, let me let me redefine. Because I like the term earthy, but I imagine like deep seasoning. Primal. No, I. Yeah, primal is is the bigger thing. He's talking about the specific description that I gave, and I I can give you an example. Like I like I find it very unrealistic when people are not sweating during sex. Oh like, yeah, I find that oh, like, yeah. like I, when, whenever I start seeing that I'm like watching it, and nobody's out of breath, nobody is. No, it, the the noise in the face just looks fake. It looks like they're looking at a camera. Yeah, I lose all interest and just go. Yeah, that's why I'm not even fan. <laughs> So, so I, I okay, so I have a particular type of porn style that I lean towards, mm-hmm. and so there is the, you know, big company men.com type of style porn, which is like very high budget, very like mechanical sex scenes, great storylines, but <laughs> the the actual like mechanics of the sex it's not as enticing as if you were to watch like something like amateur porn. Yeah. Amateur <laughs> porn is great because yep. it's a lot more natural. It's yes. a lot more of that like sweating, like awkwardness, yes. um loopers. Like does you this feel good? Like, like, is it like are you just having like a good time? That's really what matters, right. I feel like during porn. Right. For me, I'm like, are y'all too enjoying it? Whether it's like you're having funny moments right. or you're having like amazing fucking sex. Like, right. That's the type of porn I like, which is why amateur porn, because it's low quality, it's a little difficult. So my particular favorite type of porn is bigger porn stars who record themselves at home. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me, like one of my biggest go-tos is Deviant Otter, who is basically this guy who was on a couple things growing up. He was the camera guy for a couple of pornos. Mm -hmm. And then he decided to just like be in porn. And he kind of just records at home. His boyfriend records them or like whatever. And it's just a very natural, like good quality recording because he invested in a camera and all this stuff. But it's also like 
just free, natural, like someone you met on Grinder that you invited over. Yeah, <laughs> a stranger. I, some sometimes, uh, sometimes, uh, ex- like the hookup culture that we have, uh-huh. it's just exciting to hook up with or to be sexually intimate with someone you've never been sexually intimate with. Like yeah. sometimes, sex can just be that. Right. Right. Like, if Which somebody- is why I, I, am so like pro like openness in your relationship and it doesn't have to take the same form for everybody but it may take a different form for different couples but like i feel like openness is just you're really limiting yourself to experiences in life yes when you are saying like there are these things that i can only do with a partner with my husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend and where do these fucking constructs come from now i love watching like that visceral sweaty awkward porn because like I want somebody who's choking me out in the middle. But I want like, to see flushed cheeks. Well, see, that's the thing I want. Because I want to see the sweat dripping off their body. Asses, you know? Right. I want to see all of it. I think really it's hot nice. when your partner's sweat drips onto you. Like, imagine just that moment oh, yeah. where you're, like, uh, blacking out. Like, like, and it's just, like, bloop right That's why I find sweat Boom. sexy. Because right. it's, like, I've related it so much to, like, porn. Uh-huh. Because it's, it's just so natural and so, like part of the experience it's happening that it's like it makes it almost unique to that experience because when else do you have someone sweating on you right like nobody's just standing on top of you just like hey get the sweat like <laughs> let me uh, you could be into that that's a half and half so. i watched um recently actually um a porn video where and this is another thing i like men who aren't like the perfect body i like ones who are like a little bit bigger or have more meat on them or something like that mm-hmm. and it was very interesting to watch this because it was like it was some kind of like spiritual native american kind of like porn or whatever it was like a story or whatever okay but eventually it was like these two native americans having sex but one of them didn't have a leg and he was the top fucking this guy against the tree hey. and i thought it was like really hot actually and then some weird red painted guy that was supposed to be like a spirit came in but you know what? Right. But amb- oh, amputees have sex. Like yes. we can, we can yeah. see like an amputee. Like um, what's the one who killed his girlfriend? Oscar Pistorius. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's so hot." The Blade Runner. Da da da. But nobody was like, "Oh, we want to see them have sex." It's not about seeing the actual person who has an amputee or is an amputated limb having sex. It's like they're normal people. It's as much as just right. accepting that it's part of normal. Exactly. And I think that's the whole difference life. between like being open to that being in your porn versus right. that being the porn that you actively like have to seek out because that's fetishization of a right. real life human and you're basically degrading them as a human right there's something they have that's people something people don't think about but totally so like it should be like just like oh it's there right like like honestly like you think about it now like if i lost a fucking leg I'm sorry, but I'm still fucking... <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's me. <laughs> like, personally. Not, bitch, I'm half blind, and I'm still getting my pussy pounded. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, no. That was what no correlation. No, well, I know. I'm sorry. You're holding my hand up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Girl, you better hop in this conversation. We um, don't do hand raising up here. Um, yes, Mrs. Bates. Yeah, something to share with the clients. Huh? Yeah, share with the yeah, so I actually didn't <laughs> hook up with the guy with no leg. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, although I will say it was a little deceitful the way he did not tell me that about him. I, I had to drive a significant difference to go meet up with this guy in the middle of the night after a very long week of work. And um, I asked him to send me a picture. 
and he was standing behind an island kitchen. Like he was like leaned up against island kitchen, but he was the furthest point back in the picture, so his legs were completely obscured. Thought nothing of it. I thought, damn, he's a fine looking guy. I'm gonna go hook up with this dude. So I drove to his house, and he was in his driveway talking to his neighbor. Still didn't notice it until until. Until I until I walked up the driveway to him and he came to meet me and he was on one leg, brother, just like just hopping towards me. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, um, very sweet guy was I was immediately like turned off like, but it wasn't the fact that he didn't have a leg. I just the fact that I didn't know. I had no time to mentally prepare for this thing. Not that it's like a, a judgmental thing, but it's more like a, it's a shock because it's something from the from the normal. Yeah, it's not like that you expect him to like tell you. But it's just like something that you never thought that you would have instance, to mentally be ready for. For instance, I have a, uh, I was talking to my partner's daughter and we had to have conversations where a bunch of white folks in our living room, Dayton, you were there. Yeah. And she said that her interaction with trans people, specifically who like to use personal pronouns, mm -hmm. um, have not been so great. Because there's a lot of times where she was getting like talk down to for something she didn't understand or know. And so at that, I mean, that's kind of the same thing I felt. I felt just kind of like, you should let somebody know there's there, if there's going to be something um, abnormal enough to drop your mouth when you see them a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because my thing, it, it immediately takes a thing when you're out, when you're honest, and I know what I'm walking into and I'm expecting, and there's, you have to allow me to make that decision if I'm okay with that. Because if I come to your house and see you hopping down your driveway and I realize you have no leg and I just go, fuck this, I'm driving off. And I'm not, I mean, you lied to me mm -hmm. in an instance. But at the same time, there's the argument about ableism and it does a person have to, you know, put... tell. It's like, it's like the idea of like, should you have to come out to somebody? It really is. And I realized that when Anthony um, showed me a couple videos of these preachers and these fucking cops literally preaching and saying we should be slaughtered, killed on the spot because of who we are. And that is disgusting. Mm -hmm. People like that going around, I absolutely, that like, it really culture shocked me to realizing mm -hmm. what we had to do to fight to where we are. And the fact that just because we're here in New York, like living um, a lot more safer than other places, places down south, places over in like the Midwest, it's disgustingly horrible what right. they have to go through mm -hmm. and I just now we got the right to like all of America didn't is now um, any they cannot fire LGBT people because yeah. they're LGBT and just recently say that yeah and the Trump administration was trying to ban us all LGBT couples from um, adopting mm -hmm. they were still trying to do that mm -hmm. it's disgusting so it's just now realizing and like finally my eyes are open and it's like I'm just so happy that I'm now here right. versus where I was back there. I would love for the world to wake up and understand like, bitch, what the fuck does sucking a dick have to do with your Second Amendment rights? Like literally nothing. This is not about politics. This is not about policy or procedure. This is about interpreting words written by people who are no longer alive and literally have no substance in this world. When they said bare arms, the gun took 10 minutes to load. Now it takes two seconds to load. When we talk about going to work every day, oh, well, they didn't mean sexual identity when they said sex. Actually, they did. 
because there was no differentiation between sex and identity at that point in their society. So to go back and forth in these worlds, which I'm so happy to hear that you know about it and people in your generation know about it because I'm afraid. Oh yeah, I love I've always my been afraid. Oh my god. Right. Because my generation sits back and we think shit is all good because it's not as bad as it was before. <laughs> but Gen Zers, it's like, no, bitch, I'm it's bad and it's we need to change bad. it. Exactly. So I'm happy to hear that. Zoomers are my babies. I just, I'm sad that it took so long. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, it really is because of the where I grew up, you know? Yeah. So it's like, a lot of my family is like, I mean, ha- more than half my family is all straight up from like Tennessee and like super rednecks. And you're just like, don't wait, wait, wait. I will say this about rednecks. My, I have gay family that are rednecks, like, like gay family. We're, we're both gay, but we're family. Uh-huh. Um, and you can have more than one gay in a family. Literally kill a motherfucker. People like hood rat. They're like this. Florida is a weird mix of hood rat and redneck, and some of those people are both. And this family, and, but they are the most loyal mother. They're the coolest, most loyal. But you will not be fucked with people in the whole world. They're the family I wish I had. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> so, but you also have told me in private that some of your family is super awesome. Yeah. Super some, accepting and amazing. Some of them are, but, but it's a matter of, like, also unknown that goes into it and what I've seen them said before and, like, I really have ever come out. And I've never officially come out to anyone except my grandmother, my sister, and my two parents. Mm-hmm. I have not. And, I mean, I'm sure they know because my mom's a gossiper. I know she's told my grandfather, and he's, like, mega Christian and super, like, pretty against it, and then he's, she, I know she's told my Aunt Carrie, and somehow, my, like, it's just, oh, there's a, it's been getting out, and I know they've seen, like, some of my Instagram that had my, my makeup and all that, so it's, like, people know, but it's a matter of, like, coming out and saying it, I guess, to make it official. Mm-hmm. But it's like also at this point it's like if you're not with me or against me and I don't need that, right? Yes, love. I know you need that point in your life and it's gonna come to a time. But I just want you to hold on to this one statement. I can't see it from my house. <laughs> it's gonna mean more to you later on. I can't see that shit from my house unless they pay in your bills. Pay them no mind. There you go. <laughs> Tease. That's the truth. I really don't give a shit about anyone unless they're. Paying me. There we go. Alright, so who wants to lead us into the next section of the conversation? Anyone have any particular, like, stories that they kind of just want to get out? Um, I mean, if you want to hear this, this is just like... Out story. <laughs> um, um, whatever, I mean, whatever you think is important to share out with the world, I mean, this is kind of... I do have a story I've always wanted session, to get off so. of my chest, but it's long, and I just don't... I don't, I don't want to seem like this is good. In 1942! <laughs> like, no, no, you should go uh, with I want you, you to want go. Go about what? And say what you're going to say. Oh, I was just going to say, well, are we doing coming out stories? We can. Oh, I'm oh, yeah, in for no, a coming out story. You are? Oh, totally. Um... You can absolutely go through. I love okay. it. I love it all the time. You go ahead, Luxurian. Yes. You get in here. Luxurian. Yes, I want all of your um, sad pity energy to fill me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you so much. You um, felt you were in that moment, girl. So amazing. She said it's the Prius. <laughs> Alternative energy, if you didn't get it. Okay. So, 
Um, so the first time I ever mentioned anything, it was like middle school, like eighth grade, ninth grade. And I told my mom. Okay, so like a forewarning, my coming in story is not fun. It's not fun at all. But it, it gave me a lot of knowledge and a lot of like understanding of how to go about things, I think. Mm-hmm. In which I want to share because there could be people listening to this that are in the same situation or have someone going through the same situation they need to hear it. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, so my coming out story, it started with me saying like I was crying in front of my mom. I was like, I think I might be bi, and she's like, she stopped me right there. She's like, No, no, you're not. You're gonna get over it, and walked away. So that was the first time. Then a couple of years go by, and eventually I realized I'm not bi. I don't have any sexual attraction to women. I'm strictly gay. Um, which doesn't surprise me because I never watched any lesbian porn or any kind of straight porn. <laughs> At all, I want to make sure with Some of the straight porn men know are hot as fuck. I don't care what they're fucking. I want to see Not think it gets um, the vagina, but it looks like a face hugger. <laughs> <laughs> like oh it God. looks Hey, hey, hey. It's I don't funny. like that. Don't do that. Oh, okay. No. Let's talk about the fact that it looks like it's going to plant an egg no, in my chest. No, don't. Listen. No one can control the parts that they have. I know. I know. That was too sassy. I love you. <laughs> I love the fact that they're Listen, here. I may not be into those recipe sandwiches, but it's okay. We love them. We love them. They give birth. Yeah, I agree. They create more of us. I also, I also have had a lot of great time in vaginas. I so, oh, I okay. I think y'all are just lacking experience. I have not been near one. Um, one person. Yeah. A vagina. A vagina may not simply enter my anus, so I have no interest. <laughs> so, so, okay, question. So, question. Yes. Question for the room. Okay. Because I've heard this argument on the interwebs before. And the question is, are you attracted to men or are you attracted to dick? I am specifically attracted to dick. It's dick. So, Both. how would you feel about someone in a non-binary or female body with a dick fucking you? I would still be attracted to the physical dick. The dick, the function of the dick. And I would say with that K, that dick. Dick. That real gurdy dick. <laughs> whether it's Bridge. made of plastic, whether it's made of flesh and muscle and cartilage and tissue. True. It is that physical function phallic feature that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a word for that, for being attracted to, like, the phallus. Mm-hmm. A phalliophile? I don't remember. It's something like, um, it's like an androphile. It's an androphile. <laughs> an androphile. Uh, no. I, I would love it. I think it's a let's, get back to our, let's get back to our story. Okay, back story. Okay, um... So then past a few years, and actually through my drag mom, she got me to get enough confidence to come out. And um, I, I did it through a text. So, I mean, um, you know, fun, but also not. Uh, so I texted her, and I told her, you know, whatever, I'm gay, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, do, I can't remember if I, I, get, I either got a text where it was like, we need to have a talk about this. Or it was just no text at all. But I remember um, they tried so hard to, like, she's like, you don't think this life's going to be easy. Girl, I know this life's not easy. Being a gay person is not easy as fuck at all. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, and I, at, the, at the time, I was like, if I could choose a pill, I would take the pill and become straight again. Mm-hmm. Now I won't, because I find um, pride. In pride in yourself, am. absolutely. And so, you know, we, it went on and on and on, and at the time I was in the church, um, a week later we went to church, and she said to me, she said, Satan is attacking her because I came out to her. And, um, you know, at that point I was like, you know what, fuck you. Like, at that point, absolutely not. You can't tell me Satan is attacking you because I came out to you. That is like, that was so disrespectful to me. So, moving forward, um, I was still in the church, so, um, they, my dad and I would take, like, over, like, the course of, like, five or six months, every week, going to a meeting with my pastor, and it was doing nothing, just nothing. So, eventually, they decided they wanted to take me to a week trip to Indiana to see a specific gay counselor to try and see if they could fix me or whatever. And so we go. And it was honestly the worst experience of my life. And the pastor went and his wife went. So I went through a lot of stuff growing up that was not, a kid shouldn't really have to go through. And they, and we, it was just me and my pastor and the other counselor, we talked about it. My parents and the wife left because I wanted to have the conversation alone with them. So we talked about it, and then I got up, and I thought they were just going to bring in my mom and dad and a wife to talk about something else. They, the guy told them everything that went on. He made a fucking PDF file, printed out papers of everything that we talked about, everything that I had gone through, all the experiences I told them about, and gave the, handed them out like fucking candy. And they went over it in detail of what I said to them, and I felt like vomiting that whole time. And and they he had another experience where the guy was like, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to be who I am going to be. And he's like, you're very, you, you're very mature for your age. You said, because at the time I would say, um, I will not get married. I will be celibate. I said that. Um, just to, because I thought that was going to happen. So, as he said, you were very mature. Um, Jesus would be proud of you because you are not going to indulge in that. And he's very upset with the other person who said he doesn't care what anyone else thinks he's going to be. He's going to live his own life. And even the one time I noticed my one of the um, meetings that I had with my pastor, he said, in the end, it was, I think it was the last meeting, he said, in the end, you just got to love your child for who they are. Mm-hmm. My, and he was talking about how his daughter is dating a drug dealer or something like that. And he's like, he, I just had to go over there. Because those are the same things. Yes, I know. Um, and he, he's like, I had to go over there, fix her door, and I, I hated being in that house. I hated knowing that she was dating someone who could hurt her. But in the end, all I could do is sit there, tell her I love her, and go away. And that is the, like, if my pastor said that, why the fuck can't you say that to my face? So... As we go on, we were in there for a week, and um, in the um, actual full counseling area, um, and then over, I don't, I don't even know what the end goal was. Like nothing happened, nothing got like solved or anything like that. There was it was a waste of money, and I told my parents I didn't want to go beforehand, and they said we already spent the money. You're going, so I went. Um, 
And so after all that happened, um, we got back, and one time, my grandma didn't know, but one time me and my mom went to Cracker Barrel, and my grandma started asking me about, oh, how was your vacation? Because that's what they were saying it was. It was a vacation to Indiana. Um, and we, she kept pestering it, and I eventually told her, I was like, Grandma, I do not want to talk about it. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And so eventually we left, and we got in the car, and I was quiet, and my mom was just like, go, she was like, why, why are you being like that? Why can't you just talk about this? Or, or like, say something like, oh, it was great. And I was like, you don't understand the pain it caused me. And she said, I get this parents say this, but she was like, it hurt me too. My head did not snap quick enough. It snapped so quickly where you literally heard a crack. And I told her to shut the hell up. She does not understand what she put me through. There's, there's no way you can sit there and you tell me it hurt you at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Fuck you. That is n- absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. And she, it's like, she, so she's like, whatever, fine. And we went on our, our way or whatever, and went home, and eventually, um, it's just like, at, the, at that point, it's just kind of realized they don't really care. Like, in the end, it, it didn't work for them, so at that point, it's kind of like, well, let's just not talk about it. So it doesn't get talked about often at all. And um, I remember you were there. Were you at Pride last year? Yes. Yes. And I'm thinking about a moment. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Um, And so my, uh, I went in drag for Pride. And um, Mm -hmm. I told my my dad, went searching through my room and found the makeup. He was like, I was looking for batteries. What what kind of batteries are you going to find in my room? So he found my (laughs) thing of makeup. And he asked me, he's like, are you trans? I was like, no, no, I'm not. And he's like, well, why the fuck would you do this? Man, don't do that. Blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, um, we go on. And that pride, I had to bring the car back. And so, but I couldn't get out of drag. So I had to tell him, and he started freaking out on me. Started flipping his shit. He didn't come out, and I, he didn't come out to get the keys. My mom had to. And he did not talk to me for like a solid three days. Just would not. So, and my mom saw me in it and she just looked so disappointed. So, and I know this is going for a long um, time, but uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's... I think it's an important story that needs to be yeah, shared. It's definitely very much appreciated. It's incredibly important, so don't you stop. Okay. Um, so... It's kind of just, there's a lot of experiences where I just finally started, like, sticking up for myself and finally started saying, no, stop talking like that, you can't talk like that to me, talk like that to me, you can't do all that kind of stuff, and eventually they just kind of stopped. So we're at a point where it's like, and I told them, like, if you take that shit out, you're owing me thousands of dollars, because I put so much money into, like, my drag, my makeup, my passions, and if you do that shit, you are going to owe me. Like, it is, you cannot touch my shit. Absolutely not. And they agreed. They, I was like, you will regret it. Because so, honestly, at that point, you know, I'm fucking with my shit. Um, so at that point, it's, it's finally gotten to a point where it's kind of like, it's still, they do not accept it because they are so followed by religion. And I also had an internal battle with myself because at that point, I was still with the church. 
still trying to get over myself of this, and just very recently, like literally a month or two, I finally decided to like cut that part out of me because people, gay people can't not be a part of the church. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for me, ever since the beginning, before I even knew what being gay was or knew what sex was, it didn't do anything to help me. I only felt fear. So at that point, I decided to try and cut out the part that hurt me, which was that. So, um, and I'm not like trying to like deny or whatever. I just don't know. But I'm not going to follow religion. That's the thing. I'm very spiritual, but I do not follow religion. That's exactly like how I feel. Like absolutely agree with that 100 percent. Where like people think that you have to like follow organized religion, structured religion, to have spirituality or faith in some kind or like I, do. I don't I, I don't follow any structured religion that's like not my thing I never liked it like when I think of like the bible stories from when I was younger because I was raised Roman Catholic what I think about is like shit's always going down <laughs> like if the like why can't the bible like I feel like if you're preaching peace you should be telling me peaceful stories not like all these right. aggressive violent stories about how life works so that was my like that's my memory of like religion is like mm-hmm. having those like children's bibles but then it was always like someone was always being taught a lesson because they were bad right it, my total problem with all of it is literally like in the bible we see people getting burned alive cooked eaten snatched up by fire water flames and all these other things and this bitch just wants to suck a dick like nobody's dying from sucking a dick but that is the thing they focus on. Unless they have untreated syphilis. Oh yes, untreated syphilis. That's a whole other thing. Um, and <laughs> right. I did want to say, like, sorry. damn. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense if, if your God is all about love. Why are you, why are you preaching hate? It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. So, um, I wanted to get to the point where, at the um, if you something um, RuPaul said, he said we make our own families. And that's something that I've learned is incredibly true. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's what I can't stress enough, is that you need to put yourself around people who are going to love you and accept you. And that's something that I struggled with a lot. Is Absolutely. Because I just felt like yeah. these people should be around me and love me. And so I was so lucky to actually have met Reagan and met Anthony and Tim and literally found like an actual family that I like genuinely feel a part of. Yeah. Right. So, and, and then I met you guys, and it's just like I'm ready to like start this new friend group. Right. Absolutely. Like it's it's almost it's very liberating that you don't have to like worry about just being yourself in a room or when you're with friends and like people don't realize like like the shit that they put their kids through is traumatizing. Yeah. Like, really. It's very traumatizing. Yes. Parental and, trauma. It's a word and a phrase for a reason. Right. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you considered your experience like a form of conversion therapy, or would it be like Absolutely. something else? <laughs> no, they they so the pre the uh, counselor was um, he did a lot of counseling for a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but it was all through religion and all through Jesus. The word of God, yeah. They went specifically to try and change me and find out how I can get out of this uh, sickness. Mm-hmm. I was in. So it was absolutely a form of conversion therapy. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there that don't believe conversion therapy is real, but it's like like people get forced into 
these therapies that are going to make them straight because religion says so. Like, that is, like, the definition of conversion therapy in my eyes. And, like, that shit happens every day in, like, individual therapies and in group therapies in some states. Like, that shit's crazy. It may not have the words gay conversion therapy, but it is very well the same fucking thing. Yeah, you have the same exact goal. Which is to make your child straight. Right. Oh, that damage. Any parent who is listening, just know that damage is real. It does not go away. And just imagine yourself at the end of your life, knowing that your child is in the room with you, just waiting to pull the cord. It all comes full circle. Mm -hmm. Just understand that. Parental trauma, not me search, not we search, do your research. It has been proven to destroy people. Mm -hmm. So. And no matter the age of your child, you are the one ultimately responsible for correcting that damaged relationship. Like, it doesn't matter if your child's an adult or they're still, like, 10 years old and they're going through this at the moment. Like, it is not their job to change or do anything. They're not doing anything but existing. You're the one that has a problem with that. You need to... You need to be the one to fix that. And even if they have grown up to be a successful adult with a great job and, like, has no major concerns, like, it is still your your responsibility to go and relieve or help that medical trauma that you've caused yeah. for somebody through the experiences that maybe you didn't mean, but you did do at the end of the day. There you go. Um, and this is for anyone who's listening and going through a similar thing. Um, I think it is very important to surround yourself with people who love you, create your own family, and, um, things have gotten, I wouldn't say better, but it's been different because I've been able to stick up for myself now, so just push through it, but, um, my parents, I had a conversation with my mom, and I asked her, um, I I asked her, like, why can't you simply accept accept me? And we went through a whole list of, like, oh, the Bible, blah, 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 whatever. But I also asked her, I said, will you attend a wedding if I had one? And she said she didn't know. So um, just understand that you can wait for the people to change, or you can find people who don't need to. Mm -hmm. So I recommend don't cut them out if they haven't cut you out wait for them to pass don't wait for them but live your life and find people that will support you and will go with you and will live life with you and celebrate you for you not for the you you want they want you to be Mm -hmm. exactly say that one thing i wanted to say um about the family piece about finding your own family um i i had i had to take a a feminism class rockport and um, we, uh, so every week, the way the teacher in the class set up, every week she would have some, she would say, feminism intersects with race, with, you know, th- with, with workspace, with this, with that, with uh, t- transgenderism, you know, and, and, she would, and she would bring a speaker into the class that would talk about that subject for the week. And it would be a, it was like total lecture class. And one week she brought in a woman by the name of Melanie Funches. She's um, a black advocate here in Rochester. And um, I challenged her, because I was ignorant, 
Well, not ignorant, but I had my own preconceived notions um, when she was talking about black colleges. And I said, I said, I never really understood the concept of black colleges because it seems like you're trying to make an exclusive thing, which in itself is divisive, in my opinion. It's like, mm-hmm. so you're going to have an all-black college, so what, white people can't go there? Isn't that discriminating? Or anybody mm-hmm. else can't? Isn't that kind of discriminating? And Isn't that kind of elitist in all schools except all people? Like, right. I, I was basically making the all-lives matter joke. And um, she, she threw down some fucking truth, boy, on me. Wasn't aggressive. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was interesting. She says, "Wait, I'm sorry. Who was this?" Melanie Funches. Okay. Um, she said. She said I went to an all black college. I said okay. She says, "Do you realize that I am the person that I am because of those years I spent at that college?" She says, "Imagine being in a place where everyone else looks like you." She says, "As a black person, you can't say that outside of." outside of an all-black thing. She says, now imagine the freedom of not having to worry about race at all. Think about the potential you could read if, uh, reach if you, didn't, if you didn't have those constraints, if you could be who you, want, who you are freely and openly because all your peers are also being who they are. And she was, she was just like, and then she kind of turned it around on me and she was like, oh, well, I was just thinking, the whole reason I told you that is, is for this reason. Because um, I was like, I was like, he needs more gay friends. Like, <laughs> I brought you over here. He needs more gay friends. Um, it's the truth because um, you'll never be, you'll never feel more comfortable to be yourself than around people who have the same worldview as you. And we're always going to be accepting you. So be as gay as you want to be, girl. Yeah. Be whatever you want to be, girl. I mean, like even, even this shit you're talking about. You sound gay on camera when we were listening just a few minutes ago. Fuck that shit. You can be as gay as you fucking want to here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. Like, I think it's a freedom that you... That you never to experience with your, like, quote-unquote normal friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like you can really be yourself, and it's not too gay for anyone. It's not too flamboyant. It's not too loud. It's not too whatever they want to call it. It's just, like, it's just you being you, and we just accept that because this is just normal to us mm-hmm. and like normal is a completely relative term right and i don't know like the whole concept of like like gay families like you know we as queer people get to choose our families is that like for me i allow certain members of my biological family into that mm-hmm. because they have shown interest and have asked questions and are willing to have conversations that are uncomfortable And then there are members of my family that have made it clear that they're like, oh, like, this is, I'm not about this. I don't like this. Um, You do you, but don't rub it, throw it in my face, like, type of thing. And, like, for me, it's almost become, come to the point where it's like, I literally created my family from my biological family and my social chosen family. Like, I created a family where it's like, oh, my mom loves to have Facebook conversations with my boyfriend. (laughs) And I'm like, can y'all not? Like, like, my mom is like three minutes away from posting, like, baby pictures of me on social media. Like, I don't need that on Greg's Facebook page. We have a lot of mutual friends. (laughs) Look at that one <laughs> but it's like it's 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 I amazing mean, that like I have that opportunity and other people don't. Um, I don't know. There's and just that, and and it's just like because my mom's been accepting of the fact that I have a boyfriend, she is okay with like 
being part of my regular life. She doesn't be made to feel uncomfortable by me being gay. Or gay in air quotes, because y'all know, I, I'll fuck anybody. There you <laughs> go. quotes. But anyway, anybody I'm attracted to. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, sometimes it gets frustrating. When you think about the queer experience and being somebody who's gone through the queer experience, who has gone through part of the gay reform culture, I think that you can pray the gay away, that you can go to church and it all gets better. And then the opposite side of it, being exposed to just, okay, get the fuck out because you're not going to do anything here. It's one of those things when I look at it and I've said it to my parents. I love you for being who you are. I love that you thought you were building a life for me, but I'm going to show you that you didn't because you're no longer a part of my family. I'm here to make sure that you feel good in your picture or maybe even if you just want to see a whiff of me. Just like, oh, okay, he's here. Yep, I'm still alive, bitch, but y'all don't know shit about me. Exactly. You're, my boyfriend's family will know me before you know me. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I did want to say. Um, if you're going through something similar with your parents, do not let, and I let this happen, and it was a big mistake, do not let that make you think that the people who should care about you the most don't or want to change you. Don't let that make you think that the rest of your family is the exact same way or could be worse. You don't know until you let them in or let them try. You have to give them a chance. I just recently learned this because it turns out a few more of my family are actually relatively okay with it. When I thought if my parents could do that shit to me, what would they do? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's very yeah. incorrect to think that way because yeah. every person is an individual themselves and you cannot absolutely judge one person's actions based on another. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend um, taking the time to get used to to invo- and, um, inform others of your family and try and get them to understand your position if they're open to it and just understand that not all of them are going to be like that. Absolutely. And I think something that's important in that conversation that so often gets overlooked is that, like, you have to kind of come at that family member charging, like, a gun, guns ho. Like, where it's like, oh, I have to come at you with everything and change your mind. Like, you're going to become a Trump, from a Trump supporter to a Biden supporter. No. Like, I think you need to approach people with a, like, okay, like, let's have this conversation that you want to have. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, this is where I don't see that it makes sense. Do you see why it doesn't make sense with this other thing that you made? Where it's just like, okay, like you don't, people don't need to feel like they're being attacked. You shouldn't attack anyone into being like, oh, you should be feeling like socially woke. (laughs) Like you need to just be like, hey, like you need to get to that point yourself. But like, let's start with this argument that you're posing in front of me right now. Right. Let's start with the fact that horses don't eat horses because you fuck a butt. Doesn't right. happen. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm posing the question because you're the one that brought up um, a concern about this. So, like, let's actually ask the question, ask the fucking truth. Like, why do you think this, like, thing that's, like, 99% not true? Right. <laughs> like, you're just making shit up or you're just being homophobic. <laughs> you know, some things that I've just picked out with friends, family, people who have come out to me, people who have told me their stories... Their parents, the ones who are causing that trauma, have this fear that they're never going to have a grandchild. It's like, girl, it doesn't stop anything. All the juices still create. Girl, it's 2020. Right. Like, literally, I'm Barbara Walters. It's 2020, bitch. Throw some (laughs) sperm on an egg and put it back inside. Like, we can do this. 
That was not scientific. And it's, and all right, and, but like still, like you could adopt. There's, there's you could have a surrogacy. Yeah. Right. surrogacy. You could have a fucking like. Uh, there's ways to do there's, it. There's, it the happens. Thing. You could have a transgender relationship. Like right, and, and, and where you're both straight. Right, and like you could make it happen. Like it's not. It's not as simple as like only certain people can have kids. Right. Yeah, that's uh, how they look at it. Whereas, like, it. when you hear that conversation of, oh, who's going to be the man and who's going to be the woman in the relationship? We're both men. Yeah, I'm going to be the man and he's going to be the other man. Right. But sometimes he'll be the man and then other times I'll be the other man. <laughs> right. <Because> it's <laughs> that's how things, I see it. They're basing it off of gender constructs and it does not excuse the disgusting, deplorable behavior that is distributed and displayed by people who happen to say that their parents in air quotes. I'm not saying that about your parents, my parents, or anybody else in this room, but a parent is not just the biological identifier of who you are and where you came from. Yeah. A parent could be literally, I feel like, bitch, Dayton, I'm your gay ass auntie who's coming to the <laughs> with a bottle of champagne in her heart. Yeah, it's like it's right. teaching you the ways of life that you haven't been taught before. Right. Like, that's oh, how I see yeah. it. Like, it's just like. You're, I'm, I'm teaching you to be your authentic self, or I'm helping you to be your authentic self, because sometimes you already know. Right. It's just like, why not just like, help other people be as happy as they're able to be. And it's like, in that argument that um, AJ brought up, it's like, if you're gonna, if you're so worried about my grandkids, why can't you be worried about me? Right. If you're not gonna have grandkids... Focus on me, bitch. Like, how can we do that? Let's let's do that if I decide that that's right for me. Because there's many couples that don't want fucking kids. So, like, instead of worrying about the things that aren't even there, worry about me now. I'm your fucking child. Care about me. Worry about what's happening in front of your eyes. Right. Maybe down the road, I'll pop a baby. But Uh (laughs) right now, it ain't ain't there, so don't worry about it. Right. Like, Like, honestly, if they had a straight guy your age, they wouldn't be pushing it right now. Right. Why are you pushing on me now? Because oh. I told No. So their their expectation is not your destiny. Exactly. Yeah. No. That's, destiny. That's why I always said. I said, you don't love me, you love the me you want me to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, you need to learn the difference. Destiny right. was a terrible fucking video game that says that you have toys. It's literally American politics in a video game. But it was terrible. It was gay. Well, not gay in a bad way, but it just wasn't good. Um, so Anthony's standing up because he wants to partake in the devil's lettuce. Um, so should we take a break? Do you have yeah, something else to go back to? Yeah, let's take a quick to? break. Yeah. Sorry about the last.